looking at high school students who don't like to be in school and even middle school students and you know, it's getting earlier and earlier that they become disengaged in the education process and we're not meeting their needs. And what we can see from business, what we can see from our colleges, we're not preparing them for their futures. And so really that is the heart of the problem. Shannon King is a manager at the Fairfax County School District in Northern Virginia. 14 miles outside of Washington, D.C., Fairfax is one of the most successful districts in the state when it comes to student performance. Important context when you think about what Shannon is saying. Kids, although successful by standardized test measures, were not seeing value in school or what they were learning. Ethan Sullivan, a senior at Oakton High School in Fairfax County, explains. I mean, to speak on education experience, I, Ben's the same way. I played the game well. I got A's. But looking back, with, aside from a few examples, like namely Capstone, I can't say that I really learned that much that actually stuck with me. So what do you do when school feels like a game that learners can pretend or fake their way through? You change it. Along with a group of districts in Virginia, and through a national grant initiative called the Assessment for Learning Project, Fairfax is changing their approach to assessment through year-long, performance-based, student-driven capstones, which all students engage in. And it's pretty amazing what's happening along the way, like Ethan said. Beth Blankenship now works in the district office, but before that was one of the core teachers who led the capstone classes at Oakton High School. For me, it was actually something that I always just assumed education was, and that this is why I was going into education to begin with, so that I could help students develop their sense of self and determine what their contribution could be to the world. And um, I was hit with a hard reality when I started teaching that it was according to uh, accountability standards for the state and the county, it was about, no, what did they get on the test? Beth didn't want that to be the case and really believed there had to be a better way to treat students. Students needed to have an opportunity to become instead of be told. And uh, I think the Capstone Project has done this. It's a bold thing, um, and it's a scary thing, uh, because when you give students so much opportunity for them and for the teachers and for the school and for the district, you lose some power, and you see that to the students, but that's the whole point. For the most part, in traditional classes, teachers are the ones deciding what the course of study will be. Capstones are different. Students choose their own topic of inquiry and then meet a series of goals related to what questions they are trying to solve. I think it's kind of nice because we get to pick one topic and we get to go really in-depth into it instead of like skimming the surface of just some random assignment. That was senior Sam at the Pathu. Sam is a gifted musician and wants to pursue a career in the armed forces, so he was really curious as to whether the power of music could be applied to helping people deal with the trauma of war. My capstone is about how music therapy helps soldiers on and off the battlefield. It helps people in different ways when they come back to stateside. It's like rehab in a way. Fellow student Jamie Lamkin, who is heading to college to become a pediatrician, focused his project on how to heal the fractured relationships between black communities and police. What I decided to do was I went out to Southeast D.C., 
and I interviewed police officers in the area. I've interviewed college students, people who lived there for like 20 odd years. And uh, I just saw their perspectives on how they feel about the, the law enforcement in their neighborhood, how do people in the neighborhood perceive them. And so I just try to get a diff all different perspectives. Ever since I could remember, it was just, it was always, I sit in a classroom and I'm told what to think. Like I'm told this was gonna be on a test and I'm told that this is what, how I'm supposed to do this and this is what I have to learn. I got to learn, teach myself and research myself and actually find something that I was passionate about that I cared about so much that it made me find my own way and how I learned. The self-driven nature of Capstone is motivating, like Jamie says, but it was also a hard change for students who were used to being told what to do, English teacher Eric Heckel explains. And when we start these projects, students want to put parameters on it. Like they're, they want, they're, they're like, well, I can't do that, or I can't do that. And then you're at, well, why not? Why, why can't you do that? Did, who, who said you can't? We're like, well, I just, I think I can't. Like, no, you can, right? And so hearing yeses rather than noes, I think really opens that up, right? And, 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 and opens up that, that trust to then be able to take a, little, a few more risks and, and be able to try a few different things and be able to do stuff that you're actually interested in because you don't think that someone's gonna tell you, no, you can't do it. For senior Ben Wagner, Capstone finally unearthed something in him that he was looking for all along in school. I was asking my teacher for some help about, you know, what he thought of this one part of the, of the paper I wanted to write. And he looked at me and said, you know, I, I told him some fact and figure about wealth disparity in different oh, yeah. education systems. Yeah. And he looked at me and said, just why though? And that was, that was the question I had been wanting all of high school that I never got before. It was always, you know, oh, Battle of, of Yorktown. It yeah. happened because this happened, but there was never any, any deeper meaning. Yeah. But this, you know, no matter how many times I gave a reason, the question was always, but why? It gives you the love to learn. You know, it, it gives you this, this drive and this passion to go out there and actually figure out what's going on in the world. Like Ben, Elizabeth Malone had been waiting for a spark, something to jolt her back into caring about school. My name is Elizabeth Malone, and I am a senior. I never was really interested in school at all. I hated it. I didn't, I mean, I was very invested in like Oakton, but like actual school was not my thing. I didn't go to class. I didn't want to go to class. I was kind of a mess. But then like, as soon as this cat, like this capstone, like as cheesy or dumb as that sounds, like really, really got me invested in school. And I was like, wait, this is a class that like, or this is something that I'm doing in school that I get to really pour what I care about into. The learning is authentic, it's more real, and it's deeper. I really believe in deeper learning and how it, you know, when you get this pro like you, the teacher isn't the deliverer of information. They are the um, resource of like learning and understanding. And so I feel like that makes such a big difference is because not only, you know, so the students get to decide what content they need instead of just bring it all on and maybe I'll remember 5%. But if you are trying to figure it out, I think that the power in the frustration there is so strong um, that you won't forget that struggle or that obstacle more so than if it's just kind of spoon fed to you. Cap 
Capstone made teenagers, some of them for the first time in their careers, care about learning and prepared them in really relevant ways for life after graduation. Parent Kathy Jenkins reflects on how all of the skills and dispositions her daughter had to use during the project are useful regardless of where her path takes her. The requirement to select a topic herself, um, something that she could research uh, and put her own research in the context of a broader body of knowledge and then present that uh, in written and oral form to non-experts. All of those are skills you use as an adult in the business world regardless of which career you end up in. Um, And all of those skills are useful. High school English teacher Katie Hovannik couldn't agree more. The life-worthy skills that the learning experiences are now focusing on seems like a much more impactful way to get kids ready for their futures. Bubbling on a standardized test, there are times as an adult I do that, but that's not an important transferable life-worthy skill. But communication is, collaboration is, being a creative and critical thinker, you know, global ethical citizenship. Uh, Those are my new end goals. Student Ben agrees. The skills he's learning are life-worthy preparation. Honestly, the thing I really liked about the class, I don't know if Ethan agrees, but there wasn't, you didn't really learn from a textbook. You didn't really even learn from a teacher as much. You learned yourself and the teacher was just there to, you know, guide you in the right path. Really get you set up for college because, or college and beyond, because, I mean, you're not going to have someone looking over your shoulder teaching how to do things. So it really set you up really well for for everything you're actually going to need to do outside of this little bubble. At the end of the day, the move to Capstone is not only one that is a move to deeper, more relevant experiences and skills, it's a move back to the students, the human beings at the center of the learning and assessment process, says Assistant Principal Colleen Eddy. Well, learning should be about people. Every interaction in learning is a human experience. So I can't imagine why we would not choose to humanize assessment. It's about the individual, and every individual is different and has their different dreams, aspirations, skill sets, passions, even their areas for growth are unique, right? So those learning experiences, uh, including assessment, should be individualized, personalized. They should meet human need. Otherwise, I don't suppose there's much of a point in education if you're not trying to meet humans where they are and help them to grow.